That was pretty good. Oh, right. I got it now. I feel like last week it was a little bit off. I was on that off beat. Uh, this is a special Memorial Day uh, episode. Weekend MDW. Right. You guys, good on your acronyms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been a lot of news, and we're going to jump Wait, right who, into this. who you is? Um, well, you know who I am. I'm, uh, the, I'm the law of Harlem. I mean, what if this is someone's first time listening to this episode or listening to us? Oh, so that probably means we're popping the podcast. We are popping the podcast, Sherry. I just want to give a shout out to everyone who has been rocking with us thus far. Right. With episode one through three. Three. Yep. Um, I've discovered that through commentary things that people have been saying to me that we are like the first podcast they've listened to mm-hmm. ever in life. Like they've never listened to a podcast ever until they listen to ours. So that's not everyone who's listening, but a lot of people have come to me and say, Hey, look, I've never even done a whole podcast before. And I listen to you guys and I appreciate y'all. And I'm glad that we could be the ones to pop that cherry for you. Like we just kind of set the standard. I'm just happy for you. to be in your ears if you're on your commute or in your stereo system as you're cleaning the house or doing other chores. Because normally that's when people listen to this. Putting that flavor in your ear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let's jump into the topics. Uh, first topic. New York Post article, and I hope all of y'all read this because you didn't. I'm going to give you a little summation. Um, There was an article around men in the Hamptons getting vasectomies to ensure that women who were trying to be gold diggers could not get their money. They didn't want to get extorted (laughs) for the summertime. (laughs) They don't want to see me winning. (laughs) So, okay. I... I'm going to give a little bit more context on this because the guys who actually were interviewed for this, they didn't use their names. A lot of oh, these guys good. were in... <laughs> Hi, my name is Benjamin Daniels the <laughs> third, and I work for Berkshire Berkshire Associates <laughs> on Wall Street. A lot of these guys are in finance, um, and most of them make anywhere from 400000 to 500000 at minimum. Um, they own homes in the Hamptons or property, and there is something called Hampton season. And Hampton season is just is that when the summertime. In general, oh, they use oh, the you summer, mean summertime? No, but they use the summer to like bring women back to their places and you know do some strange for a little bit of change. Okay, in this case, it's not about you getting any change. It's about you just doing something strange. So are you getting a baby? <laughs> exactly. Or trying not to get a baby. So some of the stories these men were sharing, um, they were basically saying, yes, in, in the summertime, they may sleep with anywhere from 10 to 20 women, which upset a lot of women who actually read the article. <laughs> but then on top of that, they said they were getting vasectomies. And a part of the reason they were doing it is because they have been in situations where women have tried to do things to get pregnant while they were using protection. So, for instance, you're, they, they get done having sex with them while using a condom, and then the woman would go into the trash as the guy was laying down sleeping. And find a way to insert said sperm. Into their vagina. Mm-hmm. Now... That's that new in vitro. <laughs> Only you had sex. I guess it's not in vitro. Um, yeah, so I wonder, do they have, like, a sale on, like, pocket size? 
squeak squeak what are they called uh Ooh, what is the <laughs> word? Oh man, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Why can't we think? Clearly, I'm not a gold digger because I can't think of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I know. I forget the word. I forget. The I'm gonna word. look it up. Go ahead. But my so here 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 are my things though. I, I I noticed that a lot of women got mad about the guys bragging about the number of women that they were sleeping with, but also getting even more mad by the guys saying. We're getting a vasectomy due to women. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've experienced any of the things that these guys are saying they've experienced, I don't think it's wrong for them to want to protect themselves. However, it's still douchey. Like, mm-hmm. this is some douchebag shit. Nobody can claim that it's not. But on the flip side of it, I think everyone should be able to protect themselves. And if somebody is trying to, like, actually incriminate you by essentially taking your sperm out of a condom mm. and then inseminating That's inside of them. That's some being Mary Jane type of stuff. <laughs> actually, she froze it, but still. Like, I think you should be able to sue that person. I think he should be able to sue her Turkey basters. Ooh, there it is. Is that what they're called? Okay. Or that. Like, uh, do they do they sell, like, miniature turkey basters that you could just pocket size like you could just put in your little clutch and carry it around the hamptons with like you know like they got like little test tubes imagine like a whole little medical kit in your clutch that you just take in on your walk of shame like <laughs> you don't even bring your flats because by that point you don't even have room in your clutch for the flats because you got the turkey baster and the test tubes multiple test tubes just in case you spill or whatever like it, it sounds very hard to do. Like, wow. My my question to you is, do you think it's wrong for these guys to protect themselves from this? So, okay, from what I read in the article, the, the surgery costs less than rent in New York City. It's actually $1,000 to get this almost permanent surgery done. Um, and Well, it takes up to three weeks to actually, I mean, three months to actually kick in. So, right. So, this article's coming out now because, you know, people are about to be frolicking in the sheets in the summertime. And, I mean, if guys are having sex with 10 women in the course of three months, and they have to prepare for it. So, in these crazy spring months, I guess they, this is how they prepare so that by the time the heat comes and they're in the Hamptons. and No pun intended. Right, exactly. By the time by the time they're frolicking in the Hamptons and doing their parties and stuff, they have already vasectomied themselves up and they got their strap of protection and they're good to go. Um I think it's interesting because the article mentions th- these men, most of them are single. Yeah. Bachelors. Some of them between have their even 30s had chi- and 40s. Some of them have even had children. And some of them are married. So here these guys are, these married men, some of them, are doing a permanent surgery, probably not telling their wife about it. And this is so they don't come back with the child. And no, I'm not okay with that because that is me endorsing cheating and saying, oh, well, at least you're protecting yourself. You know what, though? I'm thinking that knowing that they have this vasectomy done, there's more chances of them having unsafe sex. Because they know at this point the girl can't get pregnant. And what guy doesn't want to feel the real thing? And it just baffles my mind that these guys who are probably now having unsafe sex 
are completely okay with not having the responsibility of a child for 18 plus years, but they don't give two shits about if they can get HIV, AIDS, or any other uh, permanent STD that's even more permanent than a child because, I mean... I, but but the, the reason why that happens that way is because guys think about the monetary in that sense. Like, that's an expense. And I'm not saying that your life isn't also... You're basically taking your life for granted if you put yourself in that scenario. Right. So that's also a risk. So it's like risk versus expense. And both, to me, are a risk, if you ask So me. one of the quotes from the article is... Um, this about this guy who just recently purchased a 1.5 million Southampton house. And he says, I'm a single guy doing well. More girls come along. The vasectomy, he added, is insurance. Okay, so you got your insurance. But when you get AIDS, trust and believe your premium on your actual insurance is going to go up from all the money that you're going to be spending on medication just to keep yourself alive. Oh, God, come on. Oh, I'm dead ass serious. And, like, this, I can't believe people are not scared of AIDS. Like, that's just bad. That's what baffles my mind. It's like, you're scared of having a child, or you're scared of your wife finding out that, that you're cheating on her, but you're not scared of having AIDS. And if these, if these gold diggers are going out, hoeing around, because just like you're having maybe sex with 10 girls in the summer, who knows how many how many guys they're having sex with in the summer if, if their main mission is to get a, get a nice paid establishment in the Hamptons they're not just gonna bank on one person because what if that falls through so just like they're moving around like you what makes you think that they don't have something that you can catch and I just I just don't understand that aspect of it and that's me assuming like maybe they are still using condoms but these don't seem like the type of guys that would get a vasectomy just to use a condom. Um, I'm I can't speak either way because I don't I wouldn't be doing any of that. I'm not trying to play Russian roulette with my stuff, but other people that. are. But other people are. I would say this much though. I do think the way that they spoke about women in it is misogynistic. It is. There is no getting around that. As far as what gold diggers? No, as far as like. Looking at women as almost a, a commodity, or not, or, or as if they're just prey. Like, oh, I I run through 10, 12 of them, and whatever, and then move on from there, and that's what they're good for. And then, not all women are trying to use you. Um, maybe the ones that you're coming into contact with, and the way that you're approaching them, that may be how things happen for you. But a lot of that is probably on you and the way that you're approaching the situation. So it's interesting. Um, I actually got into this reality TV show last year called Summer House, and basically it chronicles these late 20 to late 30 year olds who rented one house for the whole summer in the Hamptons. They live in New York City, and it shows like what happens to them when they're out on the weekends in the Hamptons at this house. And every weekend they go to this house. And I can honestly say that one of the single guys on the show ran through at least five girls what? while he was on the show. One of them being his ex. What's the name of the show? It's called Summer House. 
That's off the chain. Yeah, I mean, that was just one guy on the show. It wasn't like they were all just loose like that. Like, some people were in relationships and some people were, you know, what whatever, you know, had flirtationships or whatever. But this one particular guy, he, there's a lot of drunken nights. It's like, think of Jersey Shore in the Hamptons. That's what it is. So, while I understand a man wanting to protect himself, I just can't believe that someone would just drop 1k for something that's so permanent where you don't even know if maybe down the line you may want kids and then who's to say that the reverse procedure is actually going to work for you because didn't they say there's a 50 percent chance of it not working which is pretty large that's awesome that's a very crazy decision to make for one summer they're accepting risk all summer 16 and all summer 17 you know what i I blame their jobs because they They probably go through so much, so many decision, like crucial decision making moments in their own jobs, working on Wall Street and, and working in finance and stuff like that. That this is like, oh, whatever. The risk is the risk is worth the reward of not having a child from some girl I don't care about and her bringing me through the mud for the next 18 years. But then again, that's what condoms are for. And then again, men out there, if you're so afraid of the girl you're having sex with, trying to um, capture your sperm with miniature turkey baster, (laughs) why don't you take off the condom yourself, walk to the bathroom, and flush it down the toilet? It only takes less than 30 seconds. And that's obvious solution of the day. Um, (laughs) It's a pretty easy solution, and it doesn't cost you 1K. It's probably $12 for a pack of condoms. Go ahead, frolic be safe. Um, I, the only other thing I want to to say on that is if if any woman is to uh, feel like her talking to a guy and he misreads her for being a gold digger and then puts her in that scenario, I I don't even know how you mitigate that situation happening because you could you could essentially just be talking to him you guys are getting to know each other and then all of a sudden you're in his bullshit vortex of how he dates in the summer and you don't even know what hit you Mm -hmm. you're a statistic to him and i feel like that's unfair i don't even know how to tell women how to avoid that there's no way of avoiding that I mean, so. it, it just comes along with the territory of weeding through the fuckboys, whether you do it in the Hamptons or you do it in the city or you do it where you live. Mm. Well, that was harsh. Damn. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Okay. All right, Bryson Tiller. Um, all right. So then that kind of leads us into our next topic. Do you want to take this? Do you want? Do you want to? I mean, I can. You know. Well, okay, so our next topic is uh, something that spawned from an experience I had this weekend. And it's not a new experience. It's actually been happening to me more often than not. And that is being in situations where you are the older person in the room. Okay, well, what do you mean by that? You're the older person in the room, but in what way? Okay, so... I found recently that there's been some events and parties that I've gone to where I walk in and I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone here is like 25. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, I'm already calculating, all right, I'm probably going to stay for one drink. 
if that, because this is not going to be my night move right now. Right. Like, you... I am probably going to dip out on the second verse of Big Pimpin'. <laughs> or the second verse of one of the Migos songs or something. Because... It's, You're not gonna stay for the little Uzi. Now I do what I want. Now I do what I, I want. I honestly didn't even no, hear that song. Not gonna... so that that was a big misstep on their part <laughs> at this young ass party I went to. Now this is the thing. As I've gotten older, and yes, I'm over thirty. Um, I've been very selective about what I go to because I don't want to waste my time. And time is even more precious to me now than ever. Like I don't just go to things just because they're happening. I want to go. To an event or to a party where I have a pretty good idea that I'm gonna have a good time or that That's the crowd's fair. gonna be That's good. That's 100% fair. You know, like I just don't go to things just because they're happening because if that were the case, I would be out all the time in New York. And and so when I do find myself in these situations where I am, I know I'm the older person at this party, I get upset at myself. Well, okay, but. Okay, one, I don't think it's that easy to avoid that regardless. It's not try. that easy to and avoid, which is why it, I'm I'm very, you know, hesitant about going out nowadays. Right. And, and number two, I don't think that it is something that you have to just walk away from immediately. You don't necessarily have to, like, you know, give your number out or something, but you can still have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, me, oh, I just say yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. That's it. <laughs> So, so guys, let me let me explain why she just stopped and paused. No, no, let me let me explain why she just stopped and paused. I have these four <laughs> sayings that I believe people say, and it actually equates to something that they're not actually trying we'll to just say. Tell them about so, that. first one is yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go through all of them, but the first one was yeah, yeah, yeah. I said anytime somebody says yeah, 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 really, what that means is, oh. I, I hear you, but whatever you're saying at this point, I'm not really interested in keeping it going. But when when I say yeah, 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 it's more like, yes, I totally get you so much that I have to say yeah more than one time. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we're on the same page. <laughs> we're on the same page times three, like, like, cued. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. I, it's just a habit. And, and now that Lawrence brought it up, he brought it up to me a couple days ago. Every time I say it, now I just catch myself and I didn't catch yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So I know I can have a good time at these parties. The only thing is that it's really just going to be me looking at these 25-year-olds and thinking to myself, was I like that when I was 25? And then I'm going to come to the conclusion, yeah, I was. I was like that. <laughs> I do remember getting hype over songs and like running from the bathroom. like have to like dance with my girls and do this whole little thing like... And that's not to say that I don't normally have fun at parties anyway, because I do. It's just in a different, a little bit more mature way. Like a little stiff Millie Rock here and there, you know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like, you know, a cool two-step. I'm not twerking it off the wall like I used to, but... Okay, are you okay if the younger guys are approaching you? Are you okay? I'm not going to not be okay with that, but what, what tends to happen is I do get approached... And then I automatically know that I am uh, older than them. And so at some point, the topic of age does come up, whether I bring it up or they bring it up. And they ask me. And it's like young guys, I don't know if it's just a young guy thing. 
But guys tend to ask a woman's age. It's like that whole thing about like, oh, you can't ask a woman's age is not even, that's not part of our generation, I feel like, or the generation after us. Like it's, it's null and void at this point because people do it all the time. So then when I tell them my age, they're like, oh, I thought you were my age. And I'm like, I knew I wasn't your age. I could tell by looking at you with your baby face. I, and I ask them how old they are and they're like, oh, 25, 26, 27. I'm like, oh, okay. Women ask me, it doesn't matter if they're older, younger. They always ask. Always. It doesn't matter. Women are very free to just be like, they want to know what they're wait, working with. Wait, how old are you exactly? They want to know. I They'll hit like, you I'm with not that. A woman, but they, <laughs> they so, want to know what they're working with. But on the flip side, I want to say almost 80% of the time, I know a girl is younger. 80% of the time. And then I just avoid it like the plague. So. Here's an example of what happens when they're younger. They'll be like, oh my God, what school did you go to? That's a tall tale young girl thing to say. Like, Wait, what school you mean did high you go school to? or middle no, school? No. Because <laughs> you look like you stepped off the cafeteria line like two months ago. But older older women don't bring up your school. That's like not a thing. Nobody's like... Right, it's like school's like a decade ago. I don't... I forgot I went to school. Like I had this thing called work and bills. Like let's talk about bills. Can you pay my bills? And, no, and, 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 and ladies, don't get it twisted. If you're having a conversation with a guy and that does come up in conversation like, oh, where you went to school? Feel free. Like have that conversation but when you first meet somebody to just bring up like, oh, what school did you go to? You, you're basically giving away the fact that you just graduated. And apparently you're proud that you just graduated. Unlike me, which not to say that I'm not proud that I graduated, but I graduated so long ago that I don't care. I don't care. It's not part of like your mental Rolodex of things to talk about. Like honestly, school doesn't even become a conversation until like you're on a date probably and something comes up or whatever. Like... Like, I don't want to date anybody that still has their education at the top of their resume. Like, if you... No job experience. If you... <laughs> yeah. No, no job you, experience. Your job experience is studying for the midterm. Like, if you... <laughs> your job experience was pledging AKA. If that's... <laughs> like, okay. That is not job experience, boo-boo. Please, please, please do not... Talk to me if you have your graduation date at the top of your resume. Don't even bother. And then you got babysitting as like a special um, <laughs> skill. Because <laughs> that's all you can do because you weren't old enough to get a job. Um, like, if you don't get your young ass away from me. I will say, I bring up the whole AKA thing, and that's no disrespect to AKAs or any fraternity, sorority. I will say that Shout out you, to all my Deltas. I, I respect all oh, of y'all. All of y'all. Okay. y'all as a whole. One of, my best, one of my best friends is a Delta. And shout oh, out to okay. all of y'all. Anyway, continue. Lauren shouldn't have done that. Because anybody do knows that if I mentioned AKAs, the next sentence should not be shout out to my Delta. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Guys, I'm sorry. Lawrence went to a PWI. So we can't expect. <laughs> just, just don't be mad at him, okay? All right. He literally said. Don't care. Right after I don't said the AKAs. Oh, shout out to all my Deltas. Yeah, because I can't have you. I can't have you like bringing them up and then I not bring up like my friend would probably scold me like what? I'm not having that. I'm okay, not dealing with well, that. Well, I'm glad you did that for your friend. That's so nice. I was. Yeah. I was just gonna say that you can tell you're at a young party when they stroll. 
<laughs> when they stroll, my G. When they stroll, you're strolling. When did you pledge? Spring 2015. And for all of our Hell non, and for no. all of our non-ethnic listeners, uh, strolling. <laughs> yeah, please, please describe this. Right, is. strolling is a form of stepping and dance. That's a coordinated group activity that you do when you're in a fraternity or sorority. Right. And uh, every uh, fraternity and sorority has certain songs that they stroll to. So when those songs That's are true. played in the club or at a party, all of a sudden they just have, feel the need. That's true. And when you are 30, 32, 30, whatever, you don't feel the need to stroll. In your head, you're probably strolling. Like, oh, me and my girls, we used to do this when we cross. <laughs> But it's been 10 years. You're not thinking about strolling right now. You're just trying to get your Long Island iced tea or Hennessy on the rocks and chill. I feel like that's probably only appropriate if you're at like a wedding and y'all all. It's like, because weddings, like your, a wedding and could be the like your reunion. And like an alpha. And they yeah, got, yeah, yeah. It could be like your reunion. the only time. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And so this is the thing about. And this is no disrespect also to any other ethnicity or whatever, but being black or African-American or a person of melanin or color, me going to an event where I can tell I'm the oldest person there or one of the older people there, I can tell that I'm older, but they cannot. Because when people tell me how old I look, they say the range is from 25, 24 on a good day, to 28 and i don't know if people say this about me because they're trying to be nice or if 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 a guy's trying to guess my age he's trying to like undershoot so that he doesn't overshoot and offend me but i have never heard anyone actually say avia you look 32 or you know meet me and say oh in all fairness you really don't I appreciate that. And that's not me trying to big myself up. That's just me saying that I blend in to the 25-year-old scenery, even if I'm not strolling. Meanwhile, I've been looking about 40 (laughs) since I was like 18. I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm perfectly fine. That curious case of Benjamin Button. No, I got the curious case of Morgan Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have never seen a, a young picture of Morgan Freeman in life, right? Exactly. Because even the young picture, we were like, that was from Lean On Me. You never saw a young picture of me. I've been the same way all the time. <laughs> you just came out with all your facial hair, right? Right. <laughs> just flourishing. <laughs> okay, so okay, getting back to the young uh, party. So my quick thing on young parties, I don't have the energy they have. That's how you can tell. And that's how you can tell that they're younger than you. Because you remember when you had that energy. I'm sorry. I'm like interrupting you. It's true. So at a certain point in the night, and I've stated this to numerous people, I'm leaving your party at 2 a.m. Because I'm tired. At 2 a.m. Are you tired? I'm tired. You muffin. With a T. With a T. I'm tired. So at a certain point at 2 a.m., I'm not messing with any of y'all. I'm going to bed. At 2 a.m. was when a lot of you young folks decide, I'm about to turn up. And that's cute, but that's not my life. So at the point that you decide you have a boost of energy at 2 a.m., I already know I'm in the wrong party. 
I was in the wrong party in the first place. Look, I'm going to tell you something. This is this is a DJ move where I can tell that I'm at a young party. They will play back that ass up at 2 a.m. when everyone's tired. Like, we've already backed our asses up for the last three hours. Why are you going to play this song now? This There should be some exit music coming on, like some slow jams, like how they do in Michigan, right? Don't they do that in Michigan? They do. They like, I mean. wish that they would do that. Just just play a little Donnell Jones or something like that, which these kids don't even know who that is. And that's how you could tell that they're young. The last 30 minutes of a party back home, they'll start playing slow music. I love that. And I don't know what it is in New York City. Unless you go to like an R&B only party, you're not really going to be hearing R&B. And I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is. I don't need you to play, I don't know, Remy Ma. Put your right hand up. Put your left hand up. <laughs> At like three in the morning. Like, why are we doing this? If you don't know what time Usher was in his drop top cruising the streets. Wow. That's a good. I'm talking about multiple choice. If I give you multiple choice, A, 10, 15, <laughs> B, 7 o'clock. <laughs> that's a B or C, C yeah. 425 or D, none of the above. And you get that answer wrong. It's not going to work out. It's not. Nope. Nope. If you don't know what time Genuine was like, um, where you been? Did you get my message from So Anxious? And I gave you multiple choice, and it's 822, 1010, <laughs> <laughs> and 12 o'clock. So, and you get that wrong? We ain't going to work out. We are just not going to work out. Like, literally, when I walked into to Law's house today, he was blasting Cisco Oh yeah! From I'm glad you just brought that up. What song I'm was glad it? you just brought that Hold up. Hold on, I'm, I'm so proud of you right now. No, I'm so just... like, this is another thing. I love that Avia just brought this up. We were having this conversation today, and I'm a Cisco fan, so I don't care what anybody thinks about that. I like Drew Hill. <laughs> I like Cisco. I like 112. I like Slim from 112 too. Yes. Don't at me. Oh, oh. Right. So if you got good ad libs, uh, if you got good ad libs, I'm with it. Oh, I'm all about an ad lib. Right. Like you can't even have a song without ad libs. Like <laughs> ad libs nowadays are just people cussing and stuff. <laughs> like that's what R and B ad libs are now. Like little bitch and. <laughs> no, no, no. R and B ad libs now I are mean, Trey Song songs saying yeah. I can't even. Which do it. is Wait. not even cool. Wait, like, how do you do it? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah. That, no, that is that is Trey Songz. Wait, can we have a sidebar conversation? Is Trey Songz washed? Like, cause his washed? last album didn't sell. Is he washed? Have you seen those those recent videos of him performing on stage? Yeah, where he's doing like a whole lap dance thing and picking girls I up. Feel, and, 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 and wait, them I'm glad you brought that up because to me, in his that, little in his little church daddy shoes. On. To me, that's signs of washed. Mm. Like. He's either in in the tumble dry stage, or he's about he's just been washed. <laughs> he's just been washed and then tumble dry, or nah. maybe they just put him in the machine. Like I don't know. I'm still focused on the fact that in these videos that I see of him, he got these slim fit jeans on and these like Mac Daddy uh, Easter Church on Sunday Detroit <laughs> pimp shoes on. Like I like. I would feel some sort of way if he was picking me up with these little Easter Church Sunday shoes on. If y'all like, haven't seen that video, please a go look up Trey Songz uh, lifting women up. <laughs> lifting women up. Literally, I'm sure it will just come Google up. Google Trey Songz. You'll just type in T-R-E and then it'll say lifting women up. It will. Um, I, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, um, 
I don't know if he's washed or if he's tumble dry low or if he's like hang to dry. He's definitely not high heat right now. I think he's on hang to dry. Oh, okay. Which means if you put him in the dryer, he's going to shrink <laughs> like his jeans did, which is why he had them. Because I don't, the reason why I brought that up is because I don't know too many people checking for his music like that. And I, I heard his last album and it wasn't good at all. I, which I was, one was shocked. His, okay, this is going to sound stupid. What, what was the last album called? Exactly. No, that's oh, no, 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 but I, no, 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 no. I'm not, that, I don't, she just made my point. I don't Thank retain you. that information, the album names. Like, what was it called? Yeah, I, Tremaine. I, are you making that up? No, it's oh. called Tremaine. Well, you know you watched when your latest album is your first name, not your first <laughs> album. Your first album needs to be your first name. Once you get to your third, fourth studio cut, and it's your government name. Okay, all right. That's like, you might as well do the best of Tremaine, and then just put all those hits on there. Because at that point, you hang to dry. <laughs> Tremaine. What's his last name? Alderson or something like that. I don't know who's more washed, Tremaine or R. Kelly. Because if oh R. Kelly releases gosh. something, and I love R. R. Kelly, is oh my gosh, thank you for loving R. Kelly. I, I do. No, 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 no. And see, I said the opposite. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, this is see R. Kelly. Okay. And no, no, no. By the way, the definition of no, no, no is a Destiny's Child song. No, the wife of Sean. <laughs> no, 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 no equates to. I know what you're saying, but you're misinterpreting what I'm saying, so let me clarify. Anyway, continue. I don't know if that's how I meant it, but that was... No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so my thing with R. Kelly is that every time I say I like R. Kelly, everyone has something to say against me. They always want to bring up the peeing situation. I want to piss on you. Right. They're like, how could you like someone who did this to a young girl? That's true. It's true. Well, I, I do. I like R. Kelly. Just like y'all like Chris Brown. He smashed Rihanna's face in the side of a, a, a car while he was driving. But if a rich nigga won't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's like that whole argument nothing. of R. Kelly, I always bring up Chris Brown. I'm like, but you like Chris Brown. So, I'm just saying, like, what's the argument there? Um, I, I think when it comes down to uh, pedophilia, people are very uncomfortable with that. And they're just as uncomfortable with pedophilia as they are with beating people. So don't get it twisted. Chris Brown has lost a lot of fans and a lot of respect from a lot of oh, people. Of and a lot of people won't fuck with Chris Brown at all. Um, and I feel like R. Kelly, because there wasn't just one allegation, there was multiple. Um, I, I put R. Kelly in a similar space to Bill Cosby in the sense that people will never look at him the way that they did at one point. And they will never respect him the way that they did at one point. And I don't... Even though there has not been a conviction on any kind, you can't get over it when there's so many people that come out against you on the same thing. I agree. Um, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not <clears throat> saying it's wrong. I still respect his catalog of music. But I don't respect him as a person. And I don't think a lot of people separate those things. You're talking about... I'm talking about R. Kelly. Right. So when I say so, I like R. Kelly, clearly I'm talking about the artist, not... Who the man is on his off time when he's talking about sex in the kitchen. I'm, you know, and my thing is this. These same people that I've had these discussions with have actually been to Chris Brown concerts. And so I'm like, you can't even come at me talking about R. Kelly because you, you have done something that has helped support Chris's salary. 
Yeah, I think a part of that, though, R. Kelly also isn't making music that is popular with the youth. He's just not. Right, but I'm I'm having these conversations with people who are my age, so it's not even like... I'm I'm making that statement because if he was making music that actually was still trending... Resonating with them. And and resonating with people in general, Mm -hmm. I think... People will cut him some slack. A little bit. Because we are a forgiving culture to a certain degree. I just think it's funny how we're a forgiving culture until it comes to R. Kelly. And I feel like that's across the board. Like, as many discussions I've had... It's like he would have to make another remix to Ignition. That motherfucker got to be fresh out the kitchen, rolling that body. <laughs> I'm telling you, he can do it. I don't think he has it in there anymore. I think Trapped in the Closet will be an amazing stage play. All right, let, let me let me put this out there. He on one of his la- one of his albums in the past four years. He he had a song called "Marry the Pussy." Marry. The pussy. If you don't sit your 50-year-old ass down Listen, somewhere. I give R. Kelly mad props because he can sing about lint rolling across the floor and make it sound sexy. It's just crazy to me. The songs and the lyrics that he comes up with and you still just be rocking to it. If anyone who is a true R. Kelly fan, you know the song called Real Talk. It is literally a conversation that he's having on the phone with his girlfriend who thinks that he's been cheating on her because he was in the club with some other girls. And you only hear R. Kelly's side of the conversation, but it's just so hilarious and so funny and kind of just real. Like, I can imagine a, a couple actually having that conversation. Well, can, can we? Can you at least admit this, even as you being an R. Kelly fan? And mm. I know we done messed around and went way left with this conversation. Yeah, we do. But we do that. Can you at least admit this? You can understand why people don't want anything to do with him yes okay good but i don't i don't need those people coming at me for being a fan of his music especially when i was born in chicago and raised in richland park park forest and okay so it's like don't even come at me about liking his music when you like chris brown because i will never come against a Chris Brown fan and be like, how dare you do this? I will never judge anybody for going to a Chris Brown concert and he's flying in the air and all that. You still didn't answer my question though around Tremaine. Oh yeah Tremaine. Okay. Who's more washed? Oh gosh. Well see this is the thing. Tremaine actually took a lot from Robert Kelly. That's where you're going with the argument. I mean it's hard That's to compare the, the two because if you had to compare the two, Tremaine is more relevant right now. All right. And so will you... probably end up being more relevant in the future just because he has a younger fan base. But he also didn't piss on women. He also didn't He also didn't partake in pedophilia. He also didn't answer the question around, Oh, what do you hang with teenagers? Uh by teenage, uh, how are we talking? He also didn't do that. I, I totally agree with you. I just think that no matter what happens to both of them, they will both continue to have a fan base. If R. Kelly was performing in Madison Square Garden, I'd be there. Trace, in a hot Trey Songz has had his first stains on his career this past year with the stuff that happened with Kiki Palmer and the stuff that happened in Detroit. Those are his the, only two stains. You should go look that up. Okay. And if y'all if y'all didn't see that, uh, he basically tore down a little bit of the stage. It's his own stage, so he's he's able to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. But uh, he got arrested mm-hmm. for it. But it wasn't 
a true arrest where you know they they were like oh you're gonna have to be booked and da 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 for x amount of time it was him being reckless and so the cops decided to jump in on it mm. and the only reason they did that was because it wasn't that major of news because the only reason that even happened he uh wanted to stay on stage a little longer to perform for his fans mm. and they were cutting him off um, if so, he's gonna pay that fee for the venue, then let him perform. That's a whole nother conversation. All right. I anyway, mean, shoot. I I will say this though. I will say this. This feels like deja vu. It's so weird. Um, I will say that R. Kelly. We have spoken about this before. R. Kelly. Uh, okay, he dealt with some girls who were under eighteen. Oh, look, look how she just said that. She so, basically he, he had sex. Okay. Right. He had sexual relations <laughs> with girls. <laughs> were clearly under 18 but i've seen some of those I videos i love how she said this so casually Let's look just say. i am not saying that it is all right all i'm saying is that i've seen some of those videos and we can it's safe to say those girls were trying to pass as being over a certain age face it r kelly is the creepy guy that lives next door to the family guy family the one who like whistles while he talks i forgot his name (laughs) listen all i'm saying is that i'm i'm ride or die r kelly i don't agree with his outside life choices but when it comes to music him over tremaine any day of the week okay yeah and so we got this from the fact that you have to know certain songs in order to even in order for us to even rock with you That's in true. a certain way. Okay, I met this twenty uh, four year old guy at this party I went to this this weekend, and I made it a point to tell him that I'm older than him before he even had a chance to even say anything else. Yeah, and he was like, "How old are you?" And I told him, and then he was just like, "Wow, I really thought you were like maybe a couple years older than me." And I was like, "How old are you?" And he was like, twenty four, and I was like. I couldn't help but to say, aw. Like, aw. Like, that's just my first you have instinct. A, can, like, can, can I please explain to you something as a grown man? <laughs> that is the last thing we want to hear. Right, that's the last thing we want to hear right next to, oh, I look at you like a brother. brother. Like, aw. Well, like, just like, know if I'm saying aw to your age, then it's not going to work. And don't ask me the same question that he chose to ask me right after, which is, so you would never... Date a younger guy. That's a fair question. And I why wouldn't said, he ask you that? That's a fair question. Your age, no. Ooh. No, and it wasn't a diss. It was me that just is a keeping diss. it. That's it was, a diss. Okay, well, if me keeping it real is a diss, then fine. So be when, it. When keeping it real goes, goes wrong. Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, I, I just want to be upfront with him and say, you know, I. I would not date someone your age, unfortunately. And he asked why, and I said, you know, I remember how I was at your age. Not to say that you are the same as me, but I I like to deal with not people that have a little bit more life Anytime she experience. has to say not to say, she it's means... It's to ex- say. Yes. Yes. But he doesn't know that because he's 24. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he seemed like a really, really nice guy. Um, I just... Honestly, I can admit to myself and to the world that I'm an ageist. And if you... <laughs> If you fall under a certain age parameter, I'm probably not even going to be checking for you like So, that. this is something me and Avi have in common, like by 100%, like 100-fold. I also am an ageist. If we're not... What's your with, range? Do you want to Ooh, if we're not within <laughs> at least three years of each other, a one-way, like, 
either young or old. Yeah. yeah, like I would no. Let's not even bother. Yeah. No. What if they're over three years up? I could do that. Oh, okay. I could definitely do that. Can she do that? Oh, she can. Ooh. Oh, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, so did you have uh, I, something happen? No, I was gonna. I was gonna talk about that. Okay. So I got into a conversation with one of my friends and um, her cousin around that same subject. Her cousin, ages? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Her cousin looked at me like I was an idiot when I was like, "Oh, I definitely wouldn't be dating somebody that was like 21, 22. And she took offense to this because it was her, it was her twenty first birthday. Oh, you couldn't have your first little shot of vodka now. She, <laughs> oh, see, that's where you say, "Oh." She did, and, and I can understand why she would take offense to that. I, I get it because it's basically like, "Well, what are you saying? I'm not good." Like. And for the record, I'm not checking for you. You ain't checking for me. So you shouldn't be taking offense to Oh, this. but she was checking for you. No, she wasn't. Okay. No. So let me let me, let me me put this out there. She says, and I quote, um, I dated a guy who was 30 while I was 20. Mm-mm. Now, my my first thought is, well, you're Why? not together anymore. Oh, come on now. I'm just, when keeping it real goes that, wrong. You can say that okay. for anybody. Well... Don't date someone like that because y'all ain't together anymore. Like, Well, it didn't work the first well, time. Who's to say it's because of age? Because obviously his weird behind gave her a chance. That's just odd to me, honestly. So so <laughs> I, I ask her, and this is a fair question in my mind. What do you feel like you guys had in common? Mm, yes, I would love to know. And that's why I said the guy was weird because I just can't imagine anything. And, Did they both and, like to eat? And, and I knew she took offense to it because she, she didn't just answer the question. She goes... Well, what makes you think we wouldn't have something in common? And I said, and my retort was, one, you don't, you, you can't possibly have shared the same experiences with your age. There's just no way. Like, have you ever been in love? Has he been in love? Because there's more of a likelihood for him having done that, living a longer life than you. And have you ever been in a long-term relationship? Again, there's more probability three, that he's done three, that. In three years after eighth grade doesn't count. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Chip. Have have <laughs> have you ever lived with somebody like that kind of thing? And then I was like, on top of that, career wise, where is he at versus where you're at? Mm. And she's like, all of this stuff just seems like things that you're projecting to be uh, something that should be like a a, a filter issue. or something like that. And it doesn't have to be an issue. You're making it an issue. Did she ever answer your question on mm. the things that they had in common? Because well she seems like she's deflecting so the she only brought up two things she was like one they both were into having a good time in the same way and their good time was was we could hang out uh we could go out and we don't have to we don't have to drink like that we don't have to do anything mind you i'm like that means you're underage drinking but that's a whole nother story (laughs) he was making an exception for you girl like He's saying, yes, we can go with Dave and Buster's because I know you can't drink. <laughs> Even though I really just want to hit up this lounge on 40, 43rd Street. Oh, like, I know you're going to hear this. But, oh, I'm uh, sorry. But no, no, I just want to keep it a buck. I'm pretty sure y'all was going to Webster Hall and it was lit. <laughs> Woo, the Webster the Hall Thursday, them Thursday nights. Oh, God. Woo. Oh, my gosh. He get, he get a wristband and you don't. <laughs> And he's sliding drinks your way, like go in the corner and drink this. <laughs> Take it to the bathroom. Take it oh, to the bathroom. Man. Oh, 
Oh, God. So, okay, anyway. they both like to have fun without drinking because she can't. Well, okay. no, no. And? No, they both like to have a good time in the same ways, whether that be watching movies, going out together, pretty or whatever. Generic. And, and just spending time with each other. They just enjoy spending Quality time. time. Yeah, right. And then in terms of uh, even the music they listen to, she's into, like, 90s R&B. He was into 90s R&B, that kind of thing. Well, that and I was just like, so happened to work out. Right. I was like, that's great. But let me just be clear. That's not enough. In my mind, to keep a sustainable relationship. Jacket Edge and your love for Jacket Edge will never save a relationship. Because first of all, <laughs> all these so-called players would tell you this. <laughs> I mean, oh, those are man. cute reasons, but I feel like she was deflecting a little bit. Like she's basically saying, a lot of like it. a lot of it. Well, why can't we work? Why? Why should it be an issue? I think you're making this into an issue instead of actually saying we worked in a lot of different ways. And I'm an old soul, as you know. <sighs> so the things that young younger people come up with. The last thing I want to say about this is there is. I, I I want Aaliyah to be right in saying age ain't nothing but a number, but Aaliyah went down the wrong path with the guy that we were just talking about earlier, the Arkells. So all I'm gonna say to this, and I'm not speaking on the dead today. Convenient for her situation. I, oh, we're not gonna say the convenient in that. We're not. R. Kelly. No, I'm saying that song was convenient. R. Kelly uh, clearly wrote the song because that was their situation. In my mind, R. Kelly took advantage of her. Period. Yes, I do agree with that, and I'm the biggest Aaliyah fan, so I'm not saying anything wrong about her. So, um, I'll, I've the only thing I'm saying to that, I I made one statement that I knew crossed the line in the conversation with her. What's that? And I didn't necessarily even feel the need to apologize for it because I was like, I still believe it, even though you're saying I shouldn't. When it comes down to dating people that are that old, and I'm just speaking from the perspective of being a man. You mean her dating a thirty-year-old, yes. being twenty-one or how old yeah. she was? I said She's a lot 20. of these. A lot of these guys that are going to be dating you that are that much older than you think of you as easier to manipulate mm-hmm. and or control. They can mold you, girl. Right? Then somebody their own age. She took offense to that. I understand why she took offense to that, but I'm not making this up. So maybe the, that that one guy is an anomaly, and he wasn't thinking that way. But I was like, I'm trying to help you. So it, it's kind of, it's almost like, and I don't, it's almost like when your parents tell you not to do something and then you want to do it anyway. And then they tell you, well, this is the reason why I don't want you to do this. And in due time, you'll understand. When you get older, you'll understand why I'm telling you what I'm telling you. And then you get older and you're like, man, my mom was right. And you know why she was right? She was right because she actually lived life. You better. <laughs> she was right because she actually had the experience right. to know this is not the move. So it's like, I'm an ageist because I want to deal with someone who's had experiences. And that's not to say a 24-year-old, 24-year-old guy will not have had experiences. Maybe he had a harder life. You're right. Than me. Most of his experiences he got from Aladdin. He was seeing oh a whole new world. <laughs> don't you dare. They don't even know Aladdin. They know Finding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> they know freaking Frozen. Um, my thing is, I just I, I would feel more comfortable and more secure within my union of being with someone, knowing that they've gone through life things, I've gone through life things that only come with time. Like, not just, I graduated, I moved out of my parents' house, and now I'm in New York exploring the city. Like, that's not a life event 
that is the beginning of a life event but i, I need to deal with someone who's well into their life events <laughs> like not fair. at the beginning and i think that's fair i think that's fair um i want to leave this segment off on this last final note if anybody's younger and listening to this I don't care about your feelings. That's all I gotta oh, say. Well, I think I they could tell care. by the I way. Do we not care. I do we not care. We literally bashed anyone who's younger than us trying to holler at us. Yeah, no, no. This That's ain't fine. for you. This ain't for you. And I'm sure there's it, tons of people your age that's you. checking for you. And guess what? When you get to be our age in ten years, <laughs> you'll understand why this was not for you. And at that point, it will be for you. You can come back to this podcast and listen to it and relate. Um, so for now, uh, if you're asking if me and you can talk, don't, um, which leads us, which leads us to my favorite piece of the show, the do's and the don'ts. Um, Avia, do you want to, do you want to lead this off? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. What are you going to start with? What are you going to start with? Let's start with, I think I started with the don't last time. Let's start with the do. Oh, she wants to start with the dudes. Gentlemen first. She wants to start with the dudes. I'm going to be a lady today. Well, I'm going to be a chivalrous lady. A chivalrous lady. <laughs> if, that, if that's even a term. Wow. I could coin it. All right. So if we're going to start with the things ladies should do. Um, ladies, my tip of the week for things you should do is do stroke his ego. Men albeit will tell you they don't care whether or not you compliment them they don't care whether or not you tell them they've done something well but they all do if he's helped you open a jar act like it was the best jar opening oh ever I seriously even though you know deep down inside you loosened up that lid for him exactly <laughs> like oh my gosh thank you so much girl. fact 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 trick him girl trick him if he, if, he, if he puts on that nice suit, just be like, ooh, look Suited at you. Suited and booty. It's Suited and booty. Hit him with the, ooh, GQ. Guys love that for whatever reason. Don't ask. Okay, I'm taking mental and, now. And then, and then here's another one. If he's wearing a certain cologne, always compliment that cologne. You'll know whether or not it actually penetrates his mind if the next time you see him, he's wearing that same exact cologne. Guys are faithfully interested in hearing they're doing something right. So, ladies, stroke that man's ego. Mm. What you got? I do love a man with a nice cologne, a nice little YSL or something. Ooh. Um, that's like my favorite. Um, okay, my do is when you're getting to know me or a woman, guys, know the difference between talking about yourself to an extreme extent and actually being engaging in conversation. In the past, I have come across a lot of guys who are so into themselves. They want to talk about what they're doing, what their five-year plan is, their family, how their mom is, what happened with his last girlfriend, and you know, the first time he got a dog, and it's just like, at the end of maybe, I don't know, 10 dates or 10 outings or however many outings, if I know more about your life story than you know about mine, like if I know more about you and you don't even know my last name, then that's a problem. To me, that says more about 
you not asking me questions and you not being engaging with me because I'm going to ask questions. I know that I'm an inquisitive person. So naturally, the conversation is going to flow whether you're mute or just a a, a, a very good talker. Fair. I just find that there's a lot of men out here that think that they are good conversationalists because they talk about themselves. And at some point, I'm going to get tired of hearing about that and I'm just going to move it, keep it moving. Fair. Fair. I, I I would say this though. Um, yeah, there there has to be some kind of balance because you do want him to share. Of but, course. But because that's I do, why I'm asking questions so that you can share. But how about I, do something called reciprocate? I, I, <laughs> I agree. I agree. So there has to be a certain level of him having some interest or showing some intrigue into what you're doing. And I think that goes both ways. Like, I would be pissed off on that. That might end up being one of my don'ts down the line. I'm just going to keep that keep that a buck. That was really good. Yeah. I've, I, if you're interested in me, show your interest by asking me about myself. Because I may not be the type to just solicit my whole life story to you just like you are without any questions asked possibly. All right. All right. What so now we- for you. Don't. Ooh, I like that. I like I, that. I, I, my octaves are, are straight you, tonight. Do you want to give? Do you want to give yours first? Because no, 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 no. go ahead, go okay. ahead, go ahead. All you right. got this. Now for today's don't, don't as she said. Um, I'll, ladies, my don't oh. of this week is when you're on a date. I don't care if it's a first date, second date, third date, but when you're in that getting to know each other phase, whatever you do, don't. Ask him about his ex. Do not. Do not at all bring her up. Because at the end of the day, it's none of your business. Mm. The focus should be on you and him getting to know one another and not getting to know what was happening in his previous relationship or what was happening between them. Because that does not necessarily speak the future. That does not necessarily uh, blend into what will happen with you. Just allow whatever is going to happen between you two to happen and do not harp on the past because all you're going to do is bring those skeletons into your new relationship. So don't. don't. Uh, I got to say, I am a grade A uh, asker of the exes, but I don't do it all the time. Mm -hmm. The only time I will ask about someone's ex is if the conversation calls for it. So if they bring up their ex, I will delve more into the conversation. Guys, if any of you are on a date with Avia and she brings up your ex, hit her with a don't. I won't, I, won't bring, I won't bring up your hit ex. Hit her with a don't. If you bring up your ex, I will engage in the conversation about it. And that means I will ask questions. But I'm not going to like ask questions right off the bat. I'll only ask questions if it's been brought to the conversation. Hit her with a teller. Hit her with a teller. And don't bring up your ex and then say you won't answer my questions because, I mean, you brought her up. Okay? That's fair. <laughs> so, my don't is men. Don't give these faulty ass tips when you're paying for your bill on the date. I can be very judgmental. And I judge a guy a lot by the type of tip that he leaves for our server. And my thing is, most of the times when I'm on a date, a guy will quickly take away the bill and pay for it, and I don't even see what the bill was, nor do I see what the tip was. 
But there have been certain situations where I've gone on a date with somebody and he left a crazy ass tip. I'm talking about not even like, I don't even think it was 10%. And I. But isn't tipping subjective and it's based on service? Yes. I will lay I'll lay it out for you. We went on this date. We went out to eat. It wasn't a place that had crazy prices or anything. It was probably like, I don't know, 15 to $18 a plate. We had a couple of drinks and he left. I don't even remember what the amount was, but it was definitely not proper. And we had great service. I'm talking top notch service. Um, <laughs> and so I caught a glimpse of this and I wasn't even trying to look. He went to the bathroom and I just saw the, the cash he put out and I was like, uh, is he not done putting the cash out? And so I didn't want to be associated with that faulty ass tip because as <laughs> black people, we're already looked at as y'all don't tip well anyway. You know, that's already a stigma that we have to deal with that's true. on a daily if we go out to eat or go anywhere where we have to tip. So I didn't want to be connected to that. So I dove into my purse and added some dollars. To oh, no. What is you doing? Yeah, baby? that's exactly what I said. What is you doing by leaving this $2 oh, tip? You all over the place, baby. Right. <laughs> mind you, mind you, this guy, <laughs> he he has an affinity for Yeezys. And if you know how much a Yeezy shoe costs, it can range, if you don't get it at retail, it can range from 300 to 1K. So I don't know how much he paid for his Yeezys. But the same energy you put towards securing <laughs> those Yeezys, I'm going to need you to put towards putting down a proper tip, my guy. Right. And if you have enough money to buy Yeezys, but not put down a proper tip, then don't take me out. Don't. Don't even go out with me. Just stay at home. Don't even ask me out. Or we can go to a place that's not as expensive expensive, so that your tip can actually cover whatever the, the, the bill was. I, I don't agree. care if you need a pocket-sized abacus to count out the tip. I don't care if you got to use your fingers to count out the tip. I don't care if you got to do carry the one divide by two. Take out your phone and use the calculator app, my G. Fair. Please leave the correct tip. And in New York, that can range from 17 to 20%. If it's good service, that's all I ask. Uh, and just like that, the music begins. Thank y'all. Wait, I don't even know if I got to write this song. Y'all know we add the music in later, okay? <laughs> um, if you want to comment on anything, hit us up on social media. Good night, Harlem. Right. Twitter, Instagram. And we are, we are officially on iTunes, so check us out. We're Goodnight, on iTunes, Harlem. y'all. No iTunes. excuses. Right. All right. So check us out. And just like that, good night, Harlem. Good night, Harlem.